Hello and welcome to Star Trek, a comic book review. Uh, this is episode zero. Uh, my name is Donovan and usually I'm here with a good friend of mine named Ken. Uh, we have taken it upon ourselves to review and read all Star Trek comic books um, released from 1967 to today. So that brings it to about 735 comic book stories. That includes traditional comic book release, like by Marvel Comics, DC Comics, um, some other ones. And then also comic strips, and there was a couple mangas that were released that I'll talk about here in a little bit. But basically I wanted to record this episode zero to kind of give you um, a little preamble about what you should expect uh, here in the coming episodes. So each episode, uh, Ken and I have chosen two, three, four comic books. Uh, just depends on how much time we have. And uh, we give like a little synopsis of what the comic book was about, what the storyline was. Um, and then we review it and we... We talk about, you know, the overall comic book story itself, but then also how that story would fit into the Star Trek continuity of the time that it was released, um, and then also how that story would still relate to the Star Trek continuity of today. Uh, so, stories that were released in the 60s, back when the first TV series uh, was still coming out, new, how does that relate to what we now know of how Kirk and Company ended up in the movies, and, you know, how Spock ended up being in the next generation, things like that. So, um, it, we just try to look at it from different points of view. You know, we look at it from the point of view of when it was released, the point of view uh, as it is now, and also uh, how that story relates to you know other ish other episodes that came out that had very similar storylines or storylines that uh, vastly contradicted it. As I said, there, there's about uh, 700 plus ep uh, comic books. Um, if we do average of three in an episode. Um, that's going to bring us to well over 200 episodes, so our original thought was that we could do this all in about three years, but it looks like uh, it's going to be more, uh, which is not necessarily a bad thing, um, but uh, when we started this, we did not have access to a lot of the comic strips that were released in newspaper syndication around the time of the motion picture but uh, we have since uh, obtained those so we'll be able to do those and that was maybe like 20 extra stories that we weren't planning on plus we got some uh, comic strips that were released in the UK that uh, we didn't originally in, uh, know about or had planned on being able to read and plus IDW still producing new Star Trek comic books every month so we're always trying to catch up, or our our numbers are always changing based on uh, how many comic books they're, they're publishing each month. So just to go briefly into why we're deciding to do this, um, I have been a huge Star Trek fan um, ever since I was a kid. I grew up uh, during the uh, movie era, so I remember seeing Star Trek II, Star Trek III at the theater uh, as a little kid. I was a big fan of Star Wars at the time, so when I was watching those, this was me watching it and like thinking, hey, this is kind of like Star Wars. But it wasn't until I got a little older that I realized that uh, it was actually its own thing and uh, in some ways, you know, told a better story than Star Wars, um, especially with the, the history of the uh, show. Um, just had more story material there. And uh, also as a kid, I was a huge fan of Superman. 
and that brought me into comic books and then coming to find out that there's Star Trek comic books out there so I grew up on the DC Comics era of the um, of the Star Trek franchise um, my friend Ken uh, he grew up a uh, big fan of the original series so he read a little bit of the comic books uh, as a kid but he never read any as he got older uh, whereas you know myself I've never quite grown up so I'm still buying comic books all the time and reading them so I had a huge selection of Star Trek comic books and Ken not so much um, but few years ago, a company by the name of Graphic Imaging Technology, uh, they came out with a pretty cool DVD-ROM software that actually included every Star... Uh, label says every Star Trek comic book from July 1967 to October 2002. Not quite true because they're, they did not have some of the, um, the Marvel books. Uh, there were was two Marvel books that actually tied in with um, that tied in with the X Men, and I'm assuming because Paramount Pictures doesn't own the rights to X Men, that they couldn't then give uh, this um, graphic imaging technology the rights to republish the the X Men crossovers. Uh, but those are easily obtained on uh, eBay or comic book uh, online comic book shops. Um, so we'll still be able to review those even though they weren't on the CD. Uh, but what I was really happy about with the uh, the DVD there is that it had all the gold key stuff. So I had the random gold key th uh, ep issues, but uh, some of those early issues are quite pricey. So I do not have those or many of those. So now with the DVDs, which you can get off of uh, Amazon.com or other retailers, uh, pretty good investment if you're a Star Trek fan. And throughout the podcast, uh, Ken and I will make references to uh, the comic books being easily obtainable, and, and that's what we're re referencing. Um, so saying that, um, Ken and I have recorded quite a few episodes uh, at the time that I'm recording this. Uh, we, due to technical difficulties and, and other things, we haven't had a chance to get them uh, out there on, like, um, in the podcast world. Uh, we've converted a few, uh, converted a few of them to um, video and put them on YouTube. So we've been able to get some feedback from people that are actually watching them and, and enjoying them. So hopefully once we get these podcasts out there, uh, they'll subscribe to them and actually listen to the full the full length uh, episodes. Uh, so that being said, wanted to keep this kind of brief. Um, uh, I do kind of want to go through a little. Uh, really quick, uh, kind of the publishing history of Star Trek comic books. Um, it all started shortly after the series started in um, 1967 when Gold Key, which was a big publisher at the time, I've heard it referred to as Dale Gold Key and Whitman, so I don't know how that all ties in together, but uh, Gold Key is what's on the actual comic book, or, or most of them, unless they're reprints that, that Whitman Company came out with. But but anyways, they started producing comic books, and uh, I really enjoy them. They, they give you a a good feel for uh, as if it was an episode of that of that series at that time. Uh, but usually on like a little grander scale than what you would see in a in an actual TV show due to special effects constraints and things. So um, you know, like the old show, there's a little bit that's a little hokey, uh, but I think it just adds to the charm. Uh, but they they released about 60 so comics, and they actually lost the license uh, in 
late 1979, uh, right when the new movie was about to come out. And so when they lost the license, uh, they lost it to Marvel. So in the 80s, Marvel, for about two or three years, Marvel released uh, Star Trek comic books. Um, and then right before The Wrath of Khan came out, uh, DC Comics picked up the, the, the licensing rights and they produced... Um, they produced Star Trek and Star Trek The Next Generation comics uh, all the way up until 1995, so a good 13 years. Uh, during their run, um, Malibu Comics started releasing Deep Space Nine comics uh, based on the new franchise. So there for a while you had uh, DC releasing Original Trek and Next Generation Trek, and then Malibu was releasing Deep Space Nine Trek, so uh, that was a pretty good time. Um, 1995, both DC and Malibu lost the license, and it moved back to Marvel. And Marvel then started releasing, you know, anything that was Trek. So it went uh, everything from original series all the way to Voyager. Um, then in 1998, uh, it moved over to Wildstorm Comics. Um, well, actually, uh, there was a about a two-year span where there was no Star Trek comics. So 98, Marvel stopped. Uh, Wildstorm didn't start picking it up until 2000. And then Wildstorm lasted for a couple of years. And then uh, starting in 2007, IDW uh, picked up the rights. So there was a good six years there where there was no Star Trek comic books at all, which is ironic because during that six years, you know, Enterprise, Star Trek Enterprise came out. Star Trek Enterprise to, to date still has not had any comic book representation uh, which I think is a is a huge loss. But in addition to these mainstream comic book companies, uh, in the late 70s there was a company called Peter Pan Records that released a few issues or uh, comic book stories. Um, then in 2006 and 7 there was a company called Tokyo Pop that released like a manga type Star Trek uh, series, which is actually pretty good. Um, and then like I said earlier, in the in the late 70s, or actually in those early 70s, uh, UK had a syndicated Star Trek series in like some magazines and things. Um, and then in the 80s, w right after the, the motion picture came out, uh, the U.S. newspaper syndication type uh, comic strip of Star Trek was released and it lasted for... Uh, several years. So, that being said, like I said, wanted to keep this short. I think it's actually a little longer than I'd originally planned. Uh, we're going to have uh, episode 1 and 2 released at the same time as this one, um, and then release uh, one or two other episodes a week up until we get caught up to where we're recording them live and uh, then we'll release them uh, hopefully about one a week. So, Hopefully stick around. Uh, to be honest, these first couple are a little rough. Uh, Ken nor I have ever done podcasting before. And so not only are we a little uh, rusty and, and not quite knowing what we're doing, uh, we also had some, not technical difficulties, but basically we were going through what, what was the best way to record these. So we originally had... Um, one speaker, both of us were set, or one microphone, and both of us are sitting there, uh, recording it, you know, live, face to face. Uh, then 
eventually we moved to you know doing it over the internet with uh, headsets and things like that and I actually think that actually sounds better but uh, it won't be for several episodes so uh, don't give up on us uh, hopefully we're not uh, boring and you'll find some enjoyment out of it uh, but like I said once you get to the later uh, episodes you know once you get to about 10 episodes I think we really hit our stride and you know we had a a focus on where we were going so like I said give it a listen hopefully you'll enjoy it uh, if you want to contact us uh, at the end of every episode we'll give our uh, email address and Facebook uh, na- uh, Facebook page and also where you can find the uh, aforementioned um, videos on YouTube so until then we'll be talking to you thanks bye